Our next guest here on Mercier and Crew is somebody who really doesn't need much of an introduction. He's a Peterborough legend. Uh, he's somebody who gives back to the community, is involved in many different charities, and he's somebody who has a hockey resume unlike very few others. Please welcome to the studio uh, Mr. Bob Ganey. Bob, thank you so much for your time today. Really appreciate it. I want to get right into the conversation and talk about what was it like maybe the first time as somebody from Peterborough who had the opportunity to dawn the maroon and white for the very first time well it was a time when if you were a local player you played for the local team and because i'm a peterborough native uh, i knew that if i was going to play on a major junior a team it was going to be the peterborough peets and um, probably around the age of uh, 16 it started to look like it might be a possibility i played uh, one season with a, a junior b team here and uh, would be the occasional replacement player for the peets and then the following season, I moved up and played with the Peterborough, uh, with the Junior A team for two full seasons, which we had very uh, good teams. We didn't have star players, uh, but we had uh, good, strong teams, one that uh, competed in the finals for the Memorial Cup and lost in the finals. Pretty yeah. outstanding stuff. We're chatting with Hockey Hall of Famer. Bob Ganey, of course, you went from there. You spent some time in Nova Scotia. And then you ended up with the big club, the Montreal Canadiens. And we are the home of the Leafs here in Peterborough. But we don't deny that Montreal certainly has a huge following. And you probably have a lot to do with that. Yourself, Scotty Bowman, Mickey Redmond, a lot of those particular players. But uh, what was it like when you first got to Montreal? Did you think that you were going to be able to hang around and have such a, a long career? Well, it, it's hard to project out that far, uh, but I knew that I was entering into pro hockey at a good time because there was expansion, uh, had recently happened in the NHL, and there was also a second league that had started. So there was lots of opportunity for young players to find a place to play, even if it was for a year or two or three, to get out and experience the world a little bit and be able to earn your living playing pro hockey. That, that was a big attraction, and, and I entered that job market at a very good time. Can you take me through what it was like to play for the Montreal Canadiens the first time you stepped through those doors, put on that jersey, and play in front of such a rabid fan base? Uh, it, it was, uh, for me, it was very enjoyable because I, I enjoyed the fact that uh, the city, to a large degree, was connected to the results of the team. Much like the city is here in some way, it, it might be close for some people, it might be stronger for some people, but everybody knows what's happening with the Peterborough Peets. And, and Montreal was similar, uh, maybe on a different scale. So I, I enjoyed the atmosphere in Montreal. We had strong teams, we had championship teams, but to be able to uh, put it up against the experience that the players have today is very different with the media outlets and the amount of exposure and the, we had quiet time and we had the ability to get away and do things where we were just ordinary people. I don't think the players today have that same luxury. You were a part of such a great dynasty. Do you prefer that approach to being able to attract people or do you like the parody of today's NHL? Yeah, I mean, there's been some dominant teams because they've had some of the dominant players uh, accessible to them over a period of time. But uh, I, I know in my own experience, when you're with an organization, I was with the North Stars for a couple of years, and when you're with an organization where you really cannot convince your people that you, you have a chance to be the, the champions or to, to really be successful, it, it, it's a harder sell. And so each team beginning the season on somewhat level footing uh, depending on how they manage their players and, and operate their organization, I, I think is better for all the participants, the, the fans, the players, the organizations, 
and the communities. And not to sell yourself short, though, there was a North Star team that got hot at the right time and went all the way to the cup final. We did. We did. Uh, we found uh, a little niche uh, late in the season, and uh, and we uh, ran with it just about as far as we could, eliminated by uh, Mario Lemieux and the Penguins uh, in the uh, Stanley Cup Finals in 91, I think. We're chatting with Hockey Hall of Famer Bob Gainey here on Mercier and Crew. You're somebody who did both jobs. Did you prefer being a coach, or did you prefer being a general manager? Uh, well, I think from my own personality, being a GM was a, was a more suitable job. Uh, I, I did coach, and at times I was a good coach, other times not as good. But it's the, uh, it's the day-to-day management of all of those personalities and people that uh, I think a more outgoing and vibrant and communicative person has a better chance to enjoy it and be successful at it. Where I, I'm more reserved, I'm more stoic, and I prefer to see things in a broader, bigger picture and move on them slowly. Coaching and, and management are two different things, although for a while I did both at the same time. So that was, uh, I, I coached and managed at the same time, and one year in Europe I, I played and coached at the same time. And they're not good mixes. You're better to pick one and be good at it. Yeah, no kidding. And you were certainly good, uh, especially when you were a general manager, of course, the Dallas Stars. That was a, a big uh, a big opportunity for you, winning the Stanley Cup in 1999. Was it a goal, Brett Hall's goal, do you think? Do you ever think ah, back of the... We, we don't spend a lot of time on it because the people in Buffalo spend most of the time on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it, it was a hard-fought series, uh, that series that was in... That game may have been in double or triple overtime. I think it was triple final, overtime, the yeah. The final game, but... Uh, it, it was a championship team. We ended up back in the finals the following year and were defeated by uh, the Devils. In uh, So that would have been 2000. So we, we had a legitimate uh, championship team there for probably four or five consecutive years. Uh, some of the some really, really good players, uh, Neuendijk and uh, Madano and... Uh, Sergey Zuboff and Eddie Belfour. We had we had a good team. Yeah, it was a very very good crop, and probably one that if it weren't for you know a Colorado or Detroit would have ended up winning uh, maybe more than one Stanley Cup. That was such a stacked Western Conference during that time period. Yeah, we had uh, you know I had a lot of playoff experiences, but uh, during that window, uh, I think both of those years, ninety nine and two thousand, we played the Avs in the playoffs. Consecutive years, Patrick Waugh in goal for Colorado, Eddie Belfour for us, and Forsberg and Sackick, and we've got new. So they were very well-balanced teams, and, and we beat them two years in a row, both times in the seventh game. Oh, pretty exciting yeah, stuff. Great, great competition. Okay, one last hockey question. Do you like the state of hockey today? Do you think it's in a very good place? We uh, Obviously, we spent a lot of time talking about the Toronto Maple Leafs and their young core of players. I think they're getting back on the right track. And then you look at some of the young stars around the league, and we all like to treat Sidney Crosby and Alex Ovechkin like they're old, but they're you know 30 and 29. Do you like where the NHL is right now? Well, the NHL has gotten much younger, and I think it, it's a good thing because it's opened up opportunities for these players, uh, these young, gifted players to get started earlier and get their career underway. Uh, personally, I, I go to a few games in Montreal. I go to a few games in Florida, and uh, I take my lead more from the people at the games, and they have a good time. People enjoy the games when they're there. Uh, they like the players. They like their team to win, but they enjoy the whole atmosphere. Um, the players are overall more talented and more committed and more disciplined than players in the past. And uh, I think the reality or the, the proof is it's a good product. It, they're expanding again. It's a good product, and it, it is that because the players put a lot in. 
the ownership puts a lot in and uh, the people buy it.